we go to a gym or a run not to not because we have a diarrhea or a malaria or a cancer right we go there just to be better i think with my conversations with therapists i realized that you know just emotional wellness is also like that right it's a responsibility to cultivate our mind it's a state of mind does not happen by accident it's our responsibility to cultivate our mind right and i think that led me personally to just say okay let me talk about it welcome to the season 6 of outliers i'm your host pankaj mishra and i'm really thrilled to be bringing this edition of outliers in collaboration with the times of india outliers is a series of free willing conversations with the ones who chose to take the road not taken often it's about the crazy and the curious those who dare to stand out and stand alone keep listening Today I'm really thrilled to have Richa Singh uh, with us, who is the fa- co-founder of Your Dose. And uh, Richa, I, the first time I I read up a little, it is not recently, is you know about uh, Richa's story about how and why she started Your Dose. And if if we look around us today, uh, especially in this pandemic, and even in normal course of life, a lot of us carry scars. from the journeys we take uh, sometimes we try and show it as a badge of honor sometimes we we hide it uh, and all of that creates uh, the anxiety depression and overall uh, questions on mental wellness so so i'm i'm really thrilled to have you richa on this conversation and hope to learn uh, something from your journey that all of us can gain from very excited to be here pankaj thank you so much for having me so richa like uh, i keep starting with uh, let us start from the start uh, tell me where do you come from and how was growing up for you what are the things you remember the most when it comes to growing up wow that's that's a good question pankaj so i grew up in bhopal right i'm i'm born brought up in bhopal uh, my both my parents were in government service uh, my dad was an engineer my mom was in administrative in administrative services retired now i think both of them are retired now i have an elder brother uh, who's 3 years elder to me i also had um, grandparents staying with us i think um, and even when i reflect on my life while growing up these are some of the values that literally i've grown up with right uh, with two parents having um, a full time full time very heavy hectic career I think I learned, or we both, me and my brother, learned the importance of being independent and being responsible very, very early on, right? From the from a four-year-old knowing how to take their own food and eat, to you know, we were given task and responsibility at home from making sure our cupboards are clean, etc. Right? So, um, I think th- that being definitely one of the biggest learnings where. Um, very early learned to be that independent being that responsible i think another thing that um, that came up to me while uh, growing up very early it was uh, i've always seen the power of and somehow in my house right like from my parents having this full time career that they enjoyed and having a great family and spending a lot of time and energy in having a good body right from doing their yoga meditation running swimming etc and 
also investing time into building some of these good habits be it eating right ki sprouts khana chahiye to fruits khana chahiye and things of those sort to gratitude to um, and having like those great holidays wherever possible i think that is another thing where for me growing up i like because i was observing this right for the good uh, 15 16 years of my life that i was in gopal i've seen that every day so i think that came in very very early to me um i think another thing that i sort of taken even right now is again from my parents from my brother being a lifelong learner right my mom is right now 67 she is doing i don't know which fifth fourth or something like that of a masters right um mm-hmm. papa is learning java for no reason it's not like it's required in their job it's just that there's something new let's learn right we don't come from an english speaking state so english kaise achhi kare to um, let me take a toefl exam mm-hmm. at the age of 50 i, I think a lot of those uh, thing of being a learner i think that's something I, i again i keep seeing it even till now which is amazing okay i think another thing that i saw way uh, i i believe i think the the way they kept saying this right like um your body your both emotions and physical well being your body is like your temple so keep it clean right eat well exercise daily take time to do yoga meditation and invest in your well being because if that is not right nothing else would matter you won't be able to pursue things that you really want to do and i think that fact that you should do this every day that you know somewhere life is a what do you say marathon not really a sprint i think that came in that's something that came in from their actions that we have also inculcated uh, i think another thing that i learned and i c- continue to see it in the house while growing up is there were a lot of disagreements in our house right but i think my mom would like something my dad might not like my dad would like something my mom would not like my brother would like something mm-hmm. i would not but everybody had their voice and they were able to disagree very respectfully theek hai and find that middle ground which i see as an entrepreneur now every day right and probably the last thing that again i i think that helps me in my journey as an entrepreneur somewhere is i felt that uh, they say you know right it takes a village uh, to raise people or raise children i think mm-hmm. i literally saw that in my house right we had systems in the house agar ye hota hai to call this person if you need emotional help call mom um you know our neighbors helping us if we are drenched in rain to our um uh, to our grandparents pitching in i think that collaboration um i i have seen it entire life right and i i think because they wanted all the ants i think they created a very good uh, ecosystem or village around that that helped us at least that's something that i've seen you know it's okay to ask for help just be vocal about it and things would fall in place yeah so i think those would be yeah. some of the been learning since i've been growing up that's a very good context which i in fact it, it it's a great launch pad for our conversation ahead because there is there is a lot of understanding now at least i i understand where you come from so before we get very specifically into mm-hmm. your those it would be good to kind of understand uh, the journey leading to uh, this point in time when you said okay i want to build this because i was looking up your linkedin profile a while ago and you know you've been product manager you have had a, a so called it mm-hmm. career right and 
So, so can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, like they say, you know, series of events yeah. that lead to something. So can you can you take me through that micro? Yes, yes, definitely, Pankaj. I think uh, you rightly said I don't come from the field of psychology. Had really no exposure to in a formal way to psychology. Um, so I, like I said, I grew up in Bhopal. My schooling was there. Um, uh, I found out there's this great thing called IIT when I was in my 10th and I wanted to, you know, get into IIT. Um, and then I found out this place called Kota and there is Bansil classes and everybody who goes to Bansil classes, quite a few get into IIT. So that's how, <laughs> you know, my journey or at least that's what I knew, right? So uh, I went to Kota right after my 10th um, and um, I was quite surprised, right? Um, so we were we were like 15, 16 people who were staying in the PG and everybody was super smart. 95%, 96%. I was 92 and I was the lowest, right? And um, I also had a friend of mine who had gone with me at that time to Kota. Again, a 95, 96% in his 10th. Uh, but, you know, the kind of pressure that was there where everybody's... Like, so I was very active. Like I'm, I told you about the power of and that I've seen in my parents. I think that's something they brought us in us also. So I was very active in sports and arts and everything else, right? And studies. Uh, so they were like, as long as you study, you can do everything else. So I think that's how things were. But I think there, what I saw, there were a lot of people who had completed in the 8th standard their course up to 12th. At our time for IITJ, you could take any number of uh, gap years or drops, they say, yeah. right? And there were people with four years of drops, completed their BSc, but trying for IITs, etc. Right? And this friend, and I was someone who was in 11th and was starting to study about 11th, right? Like, like how we, I, at least I expect everybody to. Uh, but my friend who had actually gone with me there, he sort of, uh, even right now, probably 15, 20 years later to what I'm talking about, he has still not been able to complete his BCom. Right? That put him so much pressure that he said, you know what, uh, I cannot be here. This is not the right place for me. And he mm -hmm. just quit. Right? He quit everything mm -hmm. from preparation. All Even I left that place and I came back to Bhopal and prepared. But I think that incident, A, I didn't know what was it at that time. But it looked like I mm -hmm. felt that pressure myself. I saw him literally breaking down. Right. Um, I did make into IIT in my first attempt. I joined IIT Guwahati. I was having a great time. But um, this was recession time, 2008. A friend of mine who would stay two rooms beside my room, right? My hostel mate, um, mm -hmm. she took her life. She died by suicide. I mean, now only we can contemplate, but uh, probably somehow people say that she anticipated that she might not get good placement much before the placement really had started or any company had come to campus, right? And even at that time in our campus, which was uh, 12, 13 years back, um, or maybe more, um, we had counselors, we had psychologists, we had psychiatrists on our campus, but uh, none of us had the courage to go to them. First of all, we didn't know uh, what do they do, why are they there? But people had said, mm. you know, pagal log jate in ke pas. So we never had the courage huh. to really go to them, right? And she also, to my knowledge, never went out and sought support. 
I think personally, I think I still remember that night where all of us, we were so scared. We, we all sat in the one room for the whole night that, you know, somebody that we would see going down to the mess was just not there anymore. Right. And at that age of 19, we were very overwhelmed. I think that's personally, I think that was the thing that intrigued me into the subject that, you know, I have felt the pressure myself and multiple times, right? And um, be it exams, be it relationships, be it uh, uh, work pressure, be it at IIT where everybody you think is smarter than you are. Um, so that, I think, uh, I wanted to understand this more. I thought, I asked my friends around and they were like, you know what, we have also felt the pressure. But we were also never able mm-hmm. to go out and seek support. Ki log kya log mera mazak to Yes. Um, so I think then I thought maybe, you know, like they say you're friends with the kind of people that you are. So I'm like, oh, I'm also friends with like two sensitive people like me. So that's when actually I did a survey, the thousands of people that I didn't know. Right? I just put up a form and just circulated it on Facebook and wherever I could at that time. But thousands of people filled that form and 70, 75% of the people said the same thing. They felt the pressure. But they were not able to go out and seek support because of the fear, because of the stigma. A lot of people didn't even know what a counsellor is, psychologist is. Um, I also met a lot of counsellors, psychologists to understand what do they do, right? So for from 2008 till 2014, December, when we started the organization, I think in the sites, both I and my co-founder Puneet, we would keep writing to counsellors, take whoever can meet us, give their time, have a call with us, just to understand what do they do? Why are people not seeking support? Uh, just write down those stories that they were telling us. In fact, that's how our blog also started at that time. And then with all this research, we said if we could combine technology and psychology, maybe we could help <laughs> and support a lot of people just like us, right? Uh, who needed someone to talk to who could benefit from that conversations. So we thought if we could create a platform where people could seek support from professionals, I think uh, things might get addressed before they think become much severe. And that's how our formal journey started. No, thanks for being so candid, uh, Nicha. And uh, you are absolutely right. Uh, I also thought about it uh, because, you know, there is also this tendency to kind of look at a problem and say, okay, I can hack it you know if you're an engineer uh, you know then it is like yeah i, I can hack hack this problem i, I can build a solution but uh, it, it's it's very rare that that products are are you know are, are born out of real problem which which is what i sense here so you know just one more question before we get on the your dose journey and and try and learn more the the stigma and and the barrier in terms of seeking help that you talked about it is true for everyone. Uh, you know, it is true for me. It is true for a lot of people I know around me. And I'm sure it was true for you. So how did you fight that stigma? How did you break that barrier? Pankaj, personally for me, uh, I think after I started talking to a lot of these counsellors and psychologists, right? I think somewhere in my mind, and I think that's there in a lot of people that I meet also. Somewhere are... Um, you know, Bollywood has glorified or put uh, mental, they equate mental wellness to mental illness, right? Or emotional wellness, yes. ki you're being chains and you are in this mental asylum, which is not the case, right? 
I just like yesterday I had a therapy session because I was feeling very overwhelmed, right? I was feeling like, uh, oh, I have to seek approval to do everything. Right? And hmm. honestly, I did not have that knowledge that I can just talk about it. I can also talk about like, how do I manage my time better? It need not be a very tragic thing that has happened in my life. It's just something that I want to improve on, right? And I care enough for my well-being. So like how they always, they, we say, right, we, we go to a gym or a run not to, not because we have a diarrhea or a malaria or a cancer, right? We go there just to be better. Mm-hmm. I think with my conversations yeah. with therapists, I realized that, you know, just emotional wellness is also like that, right? You, you It's a, uh, you need to sort of, um, it's a responsibility to cultivate our mind, right? It's a state of mind mm-hmm. does not happen by accident. It's our responsibility to cultivate our mind, right? And I think that led me personally to just say, okay, let me talk about it, right? And I, I felt I was having those regular conversations about things that I was getting stuck at, right? And I learned better about mm-hmm. myself. What are my triggers? What do I like, not like? How do I manage that and be better? So I think that's how hmm. personally for me that barrier got broken. Richard, now let now let's uh, get you know shift gears and get on the your those journey itself. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, let, let's talk about uh, starting up. Uh, you know, try you know finding uh, users who who love your mm-hmm. product. What are some of the biggest learnings, or what were some of the biggest myths that were broken as you? you know, went up with the journey ahead. Let's talk about that, building your those and, uh, you know, important learnings that you gathered. So, uh, Pankaj, building your those was, uh, so I'm not an entrepreneur who just said, I want to be an entrepreneur and let's build something, right? This looks like an interesting industry mm-hmm. or it is a growth will happen a lot here. I was not like that, right? I think this was a problem that interested me. Um, I was on this problem for a very long time. Like like you said, initially, I don't come from this field, right? So from, say, a 2000, probably four, five onwards or three onwards when it happened with my friend for the first time. Actually, in 2015 or rather 14, December is when I quit everything and started Yodos full time, right? So okay. whatever I was doing, right, I was, uh, like you initially introduced me, I was in IT uh, for a long time, right? Um, I could see a lot of people around me going through a tough time. My own colleagues, uh, it could be about relationships, family, children, whatever it is, right? How do I deal with my boss? In college also, I saw a lot of my own friends uh, dealing with that difficulty. Um, So initially, while I was meeting these counselors and psychologists, it started as a blog, right? As a way to document those stories. Um, I used to have this uh, blog spot. It was there at that time. Now it has stopped. And, yes. So I would go meet them. I will write whatever I heard there. I think I didn't know recording at that time, Pankit. I would just make notes and uh, write it as a blog. But a lot of people mm-hmm. started reading those stories. Right? They were they were like, you know, I am Radha from this story. I am uh, Ashish from this story. And I'm also going through this. And I would just write, you know, this is what they were going through. They met an expert and it helped. So a lot of people Mm -hmm. then started writing to me, can I meet that expert? Can I, you know, can you help me? And that's when we said, if we could sort of combine technology and psychology, we could sort of help a lot of people, right? And that's how Yodos as a platform or Yodos 
as an organization was really born okay so um i think what we have is a technology platform where people could anonymously 24/7 seek support from professionals who are trained psychologists counselors career coaches life coaches and people can have one on one session with them right uh, we also conduct from lot of awareness uh, programs lot of uh, self help programs etc i think um i think one of the things when we started right like i said we didn't we didn't look at a market or the sizing we didn't nothing right we realized this is a problem yes. i have faced it a lot of people were reaching out that they are facing it and this is something that interests us and we want to do something about it uh, when we approached so both i and puneet had a little career before that uh, so all our savings was used pretty much in the first 3 4 months um we set our own milestone saying if we reach this that's when uh, we sort of go further otherwise we have been on it for a very long time right and um, now we have to do it properly full time if it works it works otherwise we go back to doing what we were doing earlier or something on those line it uh, a lot of people actually i i still remember those early days i would just uh, i was i would go to pgs nearby and tell people you know what uh, there is your dost and you could seek support mm-hmm. right? um and uh, we would go to these colleges and um put up on facebook that um, you know there is your dost like this and there were a lot of these counselors who were very gracious to us in those early days because we had known them for so many years when we told them that we are creating something like this they were like yeah i'll volunteer my time for for four hours a day two hours a day or something like that so hmm. um i think um we were i think the milestone we had set for ourselves that if so many people come and use that was achieved very quickly within like a two months or three months time right uh, that's when we were uh, we were done with our own savings and we had to really need some we needed some money right because we were not charging people anything for it and yes. that's when a lot of uh, learnings happened right when we talk to people uh, talk to investors and very known investors in the industry and they would say things like um, you know it should be an ngo or a not for profit or um, you know uh, i wasn't married at that time so uh, sometimes they'll be like you know what if you get married and your husband doesn't allow you to do things like this all right you cannot uh, raise money for something like this right it's not a real problem this is like the way of life i think those were but we were very clear i think we stood our ground i think both i and puneet that even at that time without having any knowledge about entrepreneurship or anything for that matter saying that we believe that doing good and doing business can happen together and uh, we believe that you know if we charge people it's not about that they cannot pay it's about breaking that stigma making them see the importance of something like this okay uh, and we made it as a private limited organization uh, finally there were people people like a lot of people like sanjay and andrew funny apramaya uh, who actually came together and supported us at that time but i think that was uh, i mean almost everyone that we met kept saying that it should be a not for profit it should be an ngo it cannot be a business we also over time we started working with a lot of colleges and corporates there also we used to get the similar things that um, uh, you know it's not meant for like there are not many people who would use it 
which I think now that we work with over 10 lakh, we've done over 10 lakh counseling sessions. We definitely see a lot of mm-hmm. people using it, right? And it is just going, um, increasing and increasing. So I think that would be the uh, biggest myth or things that came across, Pankaj, challenges that came across. Um, I think um, some of the learnings that I um, that I had over building your dost, um, I think the biggest learning for me was, um, see, we are not in a field where, um, you know, where people were used to, let's say it was uh, shopping, people were used to shopping earlier, right? People now yes. were moved to online as a medium, right? Uh, but as a concept of shopping, shopping remained, right? Or uh, so, which isn't the case. Here, people are not used to talking about emotional well-being, right? So I think yeah. that, so a journey, what another organization takes might or might not be what your dose would take, right? Uh, I think that was a big learning uh, because we we made the similar mistakes after we raised our funding, um, probably trying to scale too early or doing things the way other organizations were doing. Uh, but I think over time, we realized that that's not, how we want to build your those, right? We probably want to build it as a sustainable organization because even if there is no investor money, we should exist, right? That is very, very important. That's when we are being true to our mission. Uh, so I think that's, uh, so after, I think when we started, we raised the first round of funding. We raised another round of funding from SAF Partners in 2016. In 2017, we were at a place where probably we had hardly a one, two month runway left, right? And that's mm-hmm. when this sort of realization was there, right? If we don't, if we only depend on someone else's money, um, there's only that, and uh, there's only that much that we could grow or do, right? If they are not there, we do not exist. Yeah. Um, and I think at that time we made a lot of changes so that we become a sustainable organization. I think I'm very happy that for the last two years, we have been profitable, break-even, and um, being true to our mission. So I think uh, that would be part of the learnings, yes. Um, Another uh, learning that sort of came our way, um, when we moved initially, we were all about B2C. Then we said, you know, we want to work with a lot of corporates and colleges and empower their communities. Uh, which helped us in building a sustainable business model as well. Um, I think, uh, you, like I said, Pankaj, you would have seen in my profile, I came from an IT background, right? I've been a product manager, yes. technology person always. So was Puneet, right? And uh, we we felt that, you know, if we have to do sales, we have not done it before. So probably we might not be able to do sales to these colleges and corporates and um uh, so we hired a very, very good salesperson, right? But I realized, I think over time, and in one year, that person was able to do zero sales. And I think that, again, has been big learning that we are our, uh, probably we are the best salesperson there, right? Because we yeah. know what it is, what we are building, and we are not selling something like a Pepsodent and a Colgate where we do a feature comparison, right? It's a concept, mm-hmm. it's a consultation, or it's a, concept that we are selling we're trying to help corporates our corporates or individuals um to to build that mental health ready community to build that emotional wellness coach for them right 
And I think that um, having the right people doing things yourself, I think some of those would be um, big learnings that we have had along the way. This is fascinating, Richa. Uh, final, uh, just a couple of quick sure. questions. I mean, one of the things is also about what we are all going through as mankind, as humanity, as uh, companies, organizations, individuals, all of that, right? The pandemic uh, that we are navigating. How uh, how has that been uh, when it comes to you as an entrepreneur, as an individual, as your dost? Uh, you know, uh, what, what are the things that you are learning right in the middle of navigating this? What has it meant to your own thinking about this as a, a problem or, uh, you know, or for, for company itself? Thank you for that question, Pankaj. I think, uh, let me start with um, your those first, then entrepreneur and then as an individual, right? I'll go the other way around. Sure. Uh, so Pankaj, um, I think we've always, I think we've been talking about emotional wellness since, um, probably 2008, but formally since 2014, right? Uh, and I, I always keep saying this for India, in India, for anything to be become mainstream, uh, you need Bollywood or cricketers to talk about it. Right? And um, I think in the last <laughs> few years, uh, or last one year, you've had Bollywood, you've had cricketers, you've also had government itself talking about it and giving it the due importance, right? So, and the curve that was maturing, I think, is maturing much faster because of pandemic. Right? In terms mm -hmm. of awareness as overall about the space, right? uh, there is, I think, the pandemic has brought in a lot of impact on all of us. We've done enough research. We are seeing the impact on Yodos almost every day. Uh, from the research, it says 55% of the people have um, reported increase in stress levels. Right? and um, more so in students and working professionals. And I think with the second wave, uh, we are all facing, right? We would have like a first degree person that might have been affected, sometimes might be affected ourselves or would have lost someone in the family. Right? So there, there is that feeling of feeling extremely overwhelmed, um, anxiousness. I think all that has, what has it done for business uh, is it has brought, emotional wellness in the mainstream, right? That this is important and this needs to be taken care of. Um, so I think, um, so if I were to talk about some of the numbers, we have almost seen more than 120% increase in the number of sessions that we do, right? Every day. Okay. Um, okay. A lot of entrepreneurs are reaching out for support, right? Uh, we've done a lot of support uh, for the migrant workers or people from low-income background. A lot of them have lost jobs or uh, affected. And there's a lot of, again, the feeling of panic anxiety that is there, right? And they're looking for those skills to cope up. Um, we've almost seen a more than a 600, seven, almost close to 700% increase in the number of corporates that we work with, right? Earlier, which was a tick in the checkbox that, oh, we should have something like this. It has become important for them hmm. now. So that's how um, I would say on the business side, we are uh, the pandemic has sort of affected, right? Where the, the sales cycle, which used to be three months, is probably fifteen days right now. So I think that's where again it has become in the mainstream. That the curve is maturing faster. People are understanding that this is important. 
right? That's how I would have a productive and a healthier workforce if I'm able to support them. So emotional safety becomes important. It's not just about physical safety anymore. When we say safety, it's both physical and emotional is where the focus is. So I think that's how uh, Pankaj, it has been for the company. For an entrepreneur, so I think there were certain parts of our business which were also offline, which got impacted. But overall, uh, it has been um, a lot of demand for what we do, right? So a lot of work, a lot of response. I think world needs us a lot more than ever before. And we understand that responsibility and we're trying to do our best in these times. Right? Uh, but I think it also means our own teams are facing challenges, right? Because pandemic doesn't differentiate whether you work at your house or not work at your house. Right? Yes, so very true. I think those are, there are challenges from work from home to, um, you know, our experts themselves, some of them having uh, contracted COVID or their family members and, right, how do you keep adding more experts to, uh, uh, we are also expanding our team. Almost our team has uh, doubled in the pandemic, right? So they're onboarding and everything online is also not easy. So, right? so yes. those have been, but I think um, fortunately we were one of the businesses that is required at those times. So as a business, we, we've been helping a lot of the companies we work with in terms of from layer of support to, uh, you know, the uh, rearrangement of the teams, etc. Fortunately for us, those were not the cases. We had more work, much more work than ever before. And I think team has been doing a fantastic job at that. Wow, amazing. Good to good to hear this. Uh, I mean, good to hear more importantly, not just the growth in opportunity, but I think you are so right with, with the emotional well-being uh, going mainstream and the need for it, you know, and there's a lot that uh, entrepreneurs like you can do. So it, it is good because it also means that uh, ideas like these and entrepreneurs like you uh, get to outlive, uh, you know, a lot of existential threats and, and you keep growing, you keep existing. That's important for society. And then that is why. Uh, a final question, Richa. Where, where do you take it from here? Uh, it's a very science fiction kind of a question. I, every time I, I, I speak to a founder or entrepreneur, I always ask them, what is in it for you? Or uh, what is the science fiction view of your business? You know, if, if, if I'm talking to you 10 years down the line, uh, how you think or how, how you want things to have changed? Wow. Yeah, that's a great question, right? And I think... Um... Uh, Pankaj, we have touched, we have done probably around 10 lakh counseling sessions, right? And have touched almost similar, maybe a 1 million sort of lives by now, right? Yes. Um, But we are 7 billion world population. In India itself, 1.3, 1.4 billion uh, in India itself, right? And um, I think I personally believe from the way I look at it, I think each one of us need it, right? It might be because we are going through a tough time. It might be just that we want to be better. Right? We want to understand ourselves better, be more productive, have healthier relationship, be more confident, learn to manage our time better. Right? We barely scratched the surface, Pankaj. So I, uh, I keep saying this, I think um, it would probably require generations to solve it. But I think the first thing that we want to do is to be able to reach out to a lot more people. 
Uh, and the product itself, I think, uh, like, I think I gave you that analogy. We don't go for a run or a um, jog because we have any disease, right? We go there to be better. Yeah. Similarly, can people start taking care of their emotional well-being, right? Can they bring emotional well-being at par, if not more than physical well-being, so that they are better, right? It could be through mm-hmm. counseling sessions. It could be through self-help programs. It could be through education. It, th- that means can be anything, right? And we are building on a lot of those means as well. But that's where I look at it, right? That's what uh, would really make me happy when all of us, right, in some way or the other, are started taking care of our emotional well-being. We are measuring it, right? We are saying that this is important and I will imbibe it in my life. No, absolutely, Nisha. And, uh, you know, Godspeed, uh, more power to you. you. And uh, may you achieve all this scale because uh, while we need uh, your business to be sustainable, uh, the more it grows, more people can access it in different forms. So all the best with that. And thank you for this conversation. Thank you so much, Pankaj. Thank you so much.